Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. If you've never listened to this show before, my name is Tom Singer, and I am here to just have conversations about how do you reach more potential in your career, whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a business leader, or maybe you work for a company and you just want to have more of that entrepreneurial spirit. That's what we talk about on this show. And we are 325 episodes strong. I've been hosting this show now for well over three years. And I started it thinking I would just do it for about six months. It was just sort of an experiment. But I have gotten so fired up and I've had the opportunity to interview nearly 300 people who are doing really cool things in their life and their career. And they're really making an impact. And some of them have grown really large companies. Some of them are solopreneurs. Some of them, like I said, have a job, but maybe they have a little side hustle or maybe they want to leave that job and go do something else. I'll tell you what. We all have so much potential of what we can achieve. However, there's a problem. Potential doesn't equal results. So often we get caught up knowing that we have this potential, but we don't know what to do with it or how to actually make it happen. There is a gap between people's potential and results. And I've now surveyed over 300 people about this. And this is what I speak to in my career. I'm a professional speaker. I go into companies and associations and I speak at their annual meetings. I speak at sales meetings and team meetings for organizations and corporations and law firms and other professional services firms. And we have discussions about this gap. And most people agree, yep, I could be doing more. So how do we get across that gap? And it's interesting to me because I really, really like this topic. I'm really excited when I see people light up when they will honestly admit what are the things that are holding them back from achieving their potential. And so I started a thing called the Potential Mastermind Project. If you're launching into 2018 and you want to do more this year, you want to make sure that this is the year where you sort of break out of being sort of stuck wherever you are. You might want to take a look at this. Now, I'm going to be honest, a group coaching program is not for everybody. Some people are like, oh, I could think of nothing worse. Stick a needle in my eye rather than make me get on you know, a video call once a week or a couple times a month with a group of people and tell them about what I'm trying to accomplish. But for other people, that's exactly what they want and it's exactly what they need. So if it sounds interesting to you, jump over to PotentialMastermind.com and you'll find out the information. It's a really small investment, but I think that if, if, if a little bit of you said, hmm, I want to check that out, I think it might be for you. So to look into it. And if you want more information, email me, call me. I'm glad to talk to you about what we're trying to accomplish. So today's show is just me. It's my 325th episode. And I remember it seems like yesterday we were talking about how exciting it was to reach 300 episodes. But I had an experience the other night that kind of got me excited. I mean, I really felt good about the future, not only for this young man that I talked to, but also the future of the world. Because I'll tell you what, the millennials, those people who are in their late 20s, early 30s, they get a really bad rap. 
in the media. The millennials get beat up. If you're a millennial, you know what I'm talking about. I was giving a speech the other day at a company and there were about 100 people in there. And I said, who's a millennial? And about a quarter of the room raised their hands. And I said, do you all feel that you get a bad rap about who you are in the in the media, about what people say about you? And they all nodded and they burst into smiles like, yeah, they don't like the labels that have been assigned to them. Well, the other night I was traveling. I was in Chicago. Before I went to bed, I decided I'd grab a glass of wine. I was sitting at the bar. Basketball was on TV. I was watching the Golden State Warriors play. And there was a young man sitting next to me at the bar. And we just started talking like, you know, you should do. You shouldn't be staring at your phone the whole time when you're sitting out in public. You should talk to the people around you because you never know when you're going to have a really interesting conversation. And that's what happened with, with me and this young guy. His name was Ryan. He was 30 years old. He was a practicing attorney, or he had been. And he realized, as he told me just a little bit of his story, and, and we only talked for about an hour. I don't know his whole life story. But as he told me about himself, I was really impressed at the fact that he did a little bit of self-assessment about where he was in life and where he wanted to go. Now, I don't know that at 30 years old, I was really emotionally capable of taking stock at the level that I think that he did. And what he did is he quit his job. He decided that he had joined a firm and the type of law he was practicing was not what he wanted to do. And he didn't want to spend the next 30 years practicing law in an area that wasn't of interest to him. So he wanted to make a, a good break. He wanted to go after creating the life that he wanted. He wanted to get over that gap between his personal potential and the results that he was getting. And so he decided he would walk away from his practice. And I'll tell you, I used to work in a law firm. I was the marketing director for two Amlaw 100 law firms. And it's hard. If you walk away from a job with a good firm, you know, other firms might look at you like, why would you walk away from that job? So he took a little bit of a risk. But as we talk about on this show with all the interviews that we do with these successful entrepreneurs, risk is always one of the things that comes up. When you look at people who've achieved huge successes, a lot of them have had a lot of failures along the way, but that doesn't stop them. They jump forward and they take that risk again and again, and that's what leads them to success. And so I was kind of impressed that, that Ryan had taken this idea that he was going to go and do this thing and take some risks. And as he told me about what he was wanting to do and, and what type of law he wanted to practice and, and the career he wanted and also the personal life he wanted to create, I realized that he was on the right track. Now, he has some things he has to overcome. One of the things was he was a little bit self-deprecating and sort of, you know, talked about some areas where maybe he wasn't going to achieve. And you know what? I think he needs to be more aggressive. I think he needs to put the flaws away and excuse himself from some of the mistakes he made along the way. And I think he just needs to get more aggressive. But I think he'll get there because he has this, this thing inside of him that he wants to do. He wants to, to chase that success that's inside of him. And so I got thinking about this. One of the keys to success that I think we have to remember is that if you want to achieve at the highest levels, you have to take the time to understand this whole concept of potential. And on a personal level, that's what happened to me last year. I've mentioned it on the show before, 2017 was my best year of the eight years that I've been in business. I had a great year. I would love to have that great of a year again. In fact, my goal is to surpass that level in 2018. But part of the reason was is I've spent all of the last year studying this paradox of potential and talking about it. And in counseling and coaching and working with companies and with individuals, it also is my way of helping work with myself. Like the coaching group that I mentioned at the beginning of the call, the Potential Mastermind Group, I'm not just the leader of the group, 
I'm a member of the group. And so I focus on that gap between my own potential and my own results as examples when I'm working with the rest of the people in the group. However, what it does is it keeps me focused on what I'm doing. So if you want to achieve more, you've got to understand what that potential is. And you have to reflect on yourself. And that's why I started off talking about this young attorney who I met, because that's what he was doing. He, he had taken some time out to reflect and think about who he is as a man, who he is as a person in his career, and where he wants that to go. By stepping back and actually taking the time to think through and look at what do you want to do, and, and he wasn't panicked. It wasn't like after two months of walking away from his job, he was like, oh my God, I got to get a job. He said, look, I made some smart choices. I have some money put aside. I'm not in a rush to find the right opportunity. And that's what we have to be willing to do. We have to understand what it is we want. And in order to fully understand what we want, we have to take that time to reflect. And then I think we have to be honest with ourselves about who we really are inside. I mean, sometimes we want things that are not congruent with who we are and what, what we want and what we're capable of doing. What sacrifices are we willing to make to get to where we want? And that's true in your career and it's true in your personal life. One of the things I was sharing with this guy at the bar was the one thing they don't tell you as a kid is how hard life is at all the stages. I thought when I was in my teens and my 20s and maybe even my 30s that by the time I got to 40 and certainly by the time I got to 50, all this stuff was going to work itself out. Life was going to be easy. Relationships were going to be easy. Friendships were going to be easy. Your career was going to be easy. And the reality is it doesn't get easier. Life is hard. And you have to realize that there's certain things inside of yourself that you're willing to make sacrifices. You're willing to put in the hard work. And there's some things you're just not going to do. So you have to be fully honest with yourself. And then if you want to make really big changes, if you want to go and get a, a different type of job, in the case of this guy who I was talking to, he wants to go practice in a different area. My question to him is, who has the job you want? What firm in his case or what company in your case, what, who's doing the type of business that you want to do? Identify that person. Say, who has the job that I want? Who has the life that I want? And then, number one, can you get in front of them? Can you take them for coffee? Can you sit down in their office? Can you, can you have a phone conversation with them? Are they willing to mentor you a little bit? Now, not everybody is. I mean, obviously, if you say, you know, oh, Michael Dell has the life that I want, I doubt that if you call him, he's going to say, sure, come on over to, to my house for a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. You know, I would love to do that, but I don't think if I reached out to Michael Dell, he's going to invite me over for dinner. However, depending on what the life you want is, some of those people might say, sure, come on over, let's have a conversation. But if you can't get in front of them directly, the second best thing to do is take a very close look at who they are and what they do. And we tend to just look at the superficial. So we see the car people drive or the type of clothes that they wear. You have to look closer. You have to really look at what is that life? Is it really the person you want to emulate? And then reverse engineer the steps that they had to take to get there. Now, you have to be careful with this because the world changes. And I think the world is changing faster now than it even did five years ago or 10 years ago. So it might have taken someone 20 years to get to where they are. A mistake that we make when we look at successful entrepreneurs and successful people in business or any area is we think, oh, my God, they're an overnight success. And yet maybe they struggled for a decade or more before 
it sort of tipped and all of a sudden the success came. So the things they did 10 years ago or 20 years ago, the world has changed. Those may no longer be the right things to do. But if you look really closely, here's the deal. Success leaves clues. So look at what are the people who are living the life I want to live? What are the things that they did to get there? And what are the things that they're doing now? Because I promise you, success definitely does leave clues along the way. Now, one of the things you want to do if you want to become a leader is you have to position yourself as a leader, which means that you can't make excuses for the things in your past that have allowed you to come up short. If you've made some mistakes, you have to get past that. You have to position yourself as a leader. Now, a lot of people out there are going to give you advice of fake it till you make it. I think that's BS. I think fake it till you make it actually translates to go out there and be a fraud. So don't fake it till you make it, but instead position yourself as a leader. Show yourself as a thought leader. How can you put yourself out there in the industry you want to be in so that you're recognized as somebody who others can turn to, who others see as that expert? And we have never lived in a time where it is easier than it is in 2018 to position yourself as an expert. Now, again, don't BS it, but take the actual strengths you have and formulate a way to position yourself. One of the greatest ways to do it is write. You can write a blog. You can put things on LinkedIn. You can write for other people's blogs. You can write for magazines. But if you're the person who's constantly putting content out there, now, it has to be good and it has to be useful, but if you're the person who's putting content out, content out there, eventually people are going to start to notice it. Now, you can also go and start a podcast. Now, I listen to a lot of people who are podcasters, and most of them who say this are people who are selling a course on how to start a podcast. And they say, oh, everyone should have a podcast. I'm going to tell you right now, as someone who has done a podcast for over three years and now 325 episodes, not Everybody should have a podcast and not everybody is going to do what it takes to actually produce a show once a week, twice a week, seven days a week, whatever it is you want to do. It takes a really big commitment and you have to be always thinking two steps ahead. However, one of the great things you can do is you can be a guest on other people's podcasts. It's so fascinating to me how people don't see this as a real valuable thing. You can become a guest on people's show. If you listen to the show, I have people on all the time who I interview. And some of you who are listeners, I know for a fact, reach out to them and say, hey, I heard you on cool things entrepreneurs do. Thank you for this piece of information. So if you put yourself out there on these shows, all of a sudden, there will be some people who will start to notice that you're a thought leader in your industry. But when I talk to people about this, a lot of people him and ha and they make excuses. They're not ready. They don't have enough experience. They haven't done this. They haven't done that. Don't make excuses. You have experience. You have things that have led you to the place you are today. All of us have a unique journey, and there are things that you have done that other people can learn from. You don't have to be number one to teach everybody else. You just have to have experience, unique experience that you can show is valuable and then put it out there. So believe in yourself. Confidence is confidence is an attraction. When people see that you're confident, they want to know more. So go out there and be confident. I'll promise you, if you go back and listen to the early episodes of this podcast, I wasn't that confident. I really was scared that I was going to make a fool of myself. I was afraid nobody was going to listen. And you know what? 325 episodes later, 
I'm confident that I put out a good show. My list, the listenership numbers show that people are downloading the show. People are listening and people are forwarding it. There was an article on Inc.com that named Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, one of the eight shows that entrepreneurs should be listening to in 2018. Did that help build my confidence? Of course it did. But did I get on the show because I was already confident? Did I get on that list because I was already confident? Yeah, I think so. So I've got a couple more things to talk about, about understanding your potential and understanding that gap between your potential and the results that you're having. But first, I got to thank the sponsor of this show. Hey, this show is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you're going to sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing the cool people like I have on Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Hey, if you want to start a podcast and it's not for everybody, but it's a great idea for some of you, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things. Check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So just a few more points before I close out this episode. The next one is have a plan of what you want to do. Have really clear goals. That's one of the things that I asked Ryan at the bar is I said, where do you want your career to be in five years? And he didn't give me a crystal clear answer. And I think that if he knew that answer, I think that he would already be on his way to having that. But it's pretty normal that we don't have really clear goals. It's something that hasn't really been shown to us. A lot of people have heard about goal setting. A lot of people know they should do it, but then they come up with all the reasons not to. And the biggest reason that people tell me when I push them who go, I don't, I don't set goals. I hate goals. And I say, why? And they go, well, if I don't hit them, then I feel bad. You know, I'm setting myself up for failure. If I set a really high goal and it's a 10 and I only get to an eight, then I'm going to feel bad. Well, I'll tell you what, if you don't have that goal of a 10, you're not going to get to an eight. If you just kind of are meandering along, what's going to happen is you're going to get a four and then you're going to be disappointed because you landed at a four. So I'll tell you what, set that goal high. Now, don't make it ridiculous, but have it be attainable, but make sure it's a stretch and then go for it. And if that goal is a 10 and you land at a seven, eight or a nine, Embrace the fact that you just landed at a seven, eight, or a nine. And that's the thing that we talked about at the bars. I said, think big, look for what you want to do and go for it. And then once you have that goal set and written down, visualize it. Now, I'm not one of these woo-woo law of attraction type people, but I will tell you there is something about absolutely seeing in your mind what success looks like. Talk to Olympic athletes. Michael Phelps, any of them, they have seen themselves winning the race. They have seen themselves standing on the podium and having that gold medal put around their neck. They have visioned what it took in the water or on the mat or on the court in order to make that shot and to get that victory. They've not only practiced in the field and on the court and put in the time to rehearse, but they've actually put in the time in their head to go over it time and time again about what success looks like. That's what I want you to do. I want you to come up with a plan, but then I want you to know what it feels like to reach that plan. Be clear, because when you do this, it makes it so easy as you go through life to make the right choices. Because all the time we run into where we have to make a decision. Do I go to that networking event or do I go home? I'm kind of tired. Well, I'll tell you what. What's your goal? Does going to the networking event bring you closer to the goal or farther from the goal? 
Well, if the answer's closer to the goal, doesn't matter if you're tired or not. You just drive over, get your name tag, spend an hour, do what you have to do. Put the time in. And it's easy to do when you know what you're really trying to do and you've seen the victories and you know that in order to do it, you have to get known in your industry. And one of the ways to get known in your industry is you have to show up at things. Well, you don't go home when you know what it feels like to show up and meet the right people and have opportunities come. So have those goals, visualize those goals, and then really understand your purpose. Know why you're doing it. I can go into talking about knowing your why, but a guy named Simon Sinek has written several books. He put a TED Talk out there about it, all kinds of things. When you know your purpose of what's motivating you to reach the goals that you're trying to do, it really helps keep you going. So know why you're doing things. Don't just set goals because I want to make a lot of money or I I, I want to be the top of the thing. No, why do you want to make a lot of money? What are you going to do with the money? Why do you want the fame? Why do you want the top level? And keep learning. If you know why you're trying to accomplish something, you're going to be so hungry for the knowledge and the information that you're going to be reading books. You're going to be listening to podcasts. I mean, obviously, if you have spent the time to listen in 21 minutes into a show called Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, you already are a person who is sort of chasing information. You already are one of those people who wants to know more because you're looking for the information. You're hungry for the information. Make sure that that's part of your day. Spend the time in the morning. Take an hour in the morning while you're on the treadmill or while you're out for your run to listen to this show or other shows, to read a book, to do whatever it takes for you to find that information that you need. But information alone is useless. Having information, there's a lot of really smart people who have achieved nothing. They say knowledge is power, not without action. You have to actually do something. And sometimes I'm flustered. I have no idea what to do. My young friend who I met the other night, Ryan, he's looking for a job. And we talked about the fact that he has to treat looking for a job like a full-time job, which means he has to get up early in the morning and be easy for him to just not get up early in the morning. Why? He doesn't have to be anywhere, but he does. He says he gets up early and he tries very hard to treat it like a full-time job. My guess is he could do a better job at that. He could really make sure that he's taking actions. I struggle with this. My whole career is based on people talking to me about being their speaker for their corporate event or for an association meeting. The problem is, is that if they don't talk to me, if I'm not on the short list, there's no way they're going to hire me. The only way they're going to hire me is if they actually have a conversation with me, which means my whole business is based on marketing. It's based on getting my name out there. It's having people say, well, let's take a look at them. I'll tell you what, my close rate's pretty good. If people take a look at me and they talk to me, they like this topic of the paradox of potential. They like my traditional topic that I've been speaking on for eight years, which is how do you get out there and connect with people in a world where everybody's on their phones? One of the questions I asked the other day at a conference about 80 people in the audience, I said, okay, we've had social media now for over a decade, over 10 years, we've had Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter, etc. How many people like feel like they really have more friends or more really close business relationships than they did a decade ago? And everyone who was in the room who'd been in the workplace for more than a decade shook their head. One person came up to me and said, oh my God, I think I have less friends than I did 10 years ago, at least less close friends. They know more about people's lunch. They've seen pictures of their burrito, but they don't really have those stronger connections. So the only way I can get hired to speak on one of those two topics is if somebody knows that I'm out there as a possible option for their meeting. So I have to spend my whole life marketing what I do. And sometimes I don't know how to market. I don't know what to do. I try stuff. I throw a lot of spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks. But what I don't do is sit around all day and just stare at the wall. 
I pick up pieces of spaghetti and I huck it. I try mailing things. I have my podcast. I write. I get on other people's podcasts. I make phone calls. I do all kinds of things. And you know what? It's taking action that leads to the actual work that I get. Now, I wish it was easy. I wish I could just sit back and pay somebody to do it for me. Life isn't easy. Life is hard. However, it's the actions I take that always lead to the business that I get. So you got to get out there and take more actions and don't give up. I've been doing this now for coming up on nine years as far as being a speaker and over three years as hosting this podcast. And I'm starting to have some success with both. And people again, oh, they're like, oh, you're so lucky. No, it's been a long haul. And several times along the way with both my speaking career and this show, people have said, well, it's not really getting you anywhere. I think you should quit. I know one thing is totally true when it comes to this whole concept of reaching your potential or achieving anything. And that is that 100% of the people who quit don't get there. So don't give up. I mean, you might have to retool. Your goals may change. Your priorities may change. Your circumstances in life may change. But if you know what you want and you're really clear and you know where you're trying to go, don't give up. Just keep trying. Even if if I had to go get a full-time job, I would still be out there hosting this show and I'd still be out there speaking at events because I love doing both of those things. And I would still be looking for the opportunity for it to go bing and make it happen. So Understand that potential is real, but understand that there are roadblocks and things holding you back. And don't ignore those roadblocks and the things that are holding you back. Instead, find ways to get around them. You can achieve more. You can do whatever you want. And my belief is this young gentleman who I met the other night, who I talked to for about an hour, my guess is he is going to accomplish big things. I hope that our paths cross again, because I would love to meet Ryan when he's 50 years old, because my expectation based on who he is and what he's trying to do and the steps he's trying to take now at 30 and the personal understanding that he has about himself that I didn't have at that age, I think that's going to set a foundation for his next 20 years to be like a skyrocket. Now, I don't know if that's true, But I sure believe that that is possible. He certainly has the potential for that. And so I hope that we can keep in touch because I think that would be interesting to be able to look back and say, wow, I remember meeting this guy when he walked away from his career and said, I want to start over. I want to do a restart, a refresh, because I want to have my ladder against the right right wall. Because I'll tell you what, it's really hard to spend decades trying to accomplish something with that ladder against the wrong wall. I know because I did it. And now I'm here on the other side doing something different, and I like what I do. You too can do that. So understand potential. Pay attention to the whole concept of potential. And remember, the potential itself is a paradox because potential doesn't mean anything without all the other stuff we talked about today. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in, for being a part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do community. Follow us on Facebook. I love it when somebody new joins the Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter, at Cool Podcast, or you can follow me directly, at Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R. You can find a lot of information at my website, TomSinger.com. And if you want to join that Potential Mastermind group, the Potential Mastermind Project, go to PotentialMastermind.com. And finally, if you listen to the show and you liked it, do me a favor. It only takes a minute. Jump over to iTunes and leave a review. Makes my whole day better when somebody leaves a new review. And I've got right now 169 reviews, and I would like to get that up over 200. I don't know why. It's just a personal thing, but I'll tell you what. It only would take a second if you did it. And I promise you what? The next five people 
reviews number 170 through 175. I will, if you can reach out to me and tell me that you did it, because you might have a code name, I might not be able to find you from your review, I will mail you a copy of one of my books. So all you have to do is leave a review, reach out to me and say, I did it. And the next five people, bang, I'll send you a book. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody really cool. But in the meantime, go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.